Hello and welcome to the Atomic Kingdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is Jenny. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> and joining us for the special event episode is pal number one from the Just Two Pals podcast, Johnny. Hi. AKA, oh man, I forgot the name of your superhero that you like to be Can't, Wait, wait, wait. No, no, the, not, my not superhero. The villain, not Jolt. the villain. Uh, Jolt. Dang it. Yeah, yeah. It's Jolt. Jolt. Yeah, Jolt. Hey. Jolt. Oh, thank you, Jenny. And his, I remember and his, the Jolt storyline. Uh, and his nemesis, yeah. Captain Kidding. And his arch nemesis, Captain Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Um, you might have noticed that our theme music is different if you listen to that kind of thing and don't fast forward the 15 seconds that the iPod or iPhone lets you do. But if you did notice that we have new creepy music, that means it's October and it's time for our, that's right, our our spooky, paranormal, Halloween-themed episodes all month long. Uh, We will do our best to bring you some cool, spooky content for the rest of the month. And I'd like to thank Mike Schmidt uh, for submitting yet another awesome theme song for us. So, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Mike, you cool. Yeah, he uh, he's provided all of our theme songs for everything we've done, and he's he's the best. He does his own music, too. So go check him out on Twitter, at MikeSchmidt09. Uh, give him a follow. Let him know we sent you. And uh, if you need a podcast theme song, he's your guy. He's good at it. Uh, but tonight, yes, so scary stuff. That's what we're going to talk about. Hopefully, hopefully Johnny does that uh, after everything uh, I say. man. Did you guys hear that ghost that's definitely real and not imagined in my head? This podcast is haunted. Trust me. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, he lost. He lost his enthusiasm. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> he was. He was not into that at all. All right. Uh, yeah. Tonight's topic is the cryptid topic, cryptozoology, which I will define for you according to Wikipedia. Uh, we'll just use their definition. It's actually Greek crypto, meaning hide. H-I-D. Meaning Superman's dog, right? Yep. A Crypt- Kryptonian, crypto. Kryptonian it's, it's dog. It's spelled that way. K-R-Y-P-T-O. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. The Greek. They're crazy. Uh, cryptid is an animal whose existence cryptozoologists believe has been suggested but has not been discovered or documented by the scientific community or by direct evidence. So what that means is creatures like the Yeti, the Bigfoot, the abominable snowman, who I think are all kind of one and the same, just in different areas of the world. The mm-hmm. Loch Ness monster. Sas- my favorite. That's the oh, now we're talking. That's my favorite too, buddy. Oh, heyo. Uh, the Jersey Devil, the Mothman, Chupacabra. Uh, things that don't qualify are things that are completely made up and fictional that are kind of taking over, and people start to believe are real. Like Slenderman, he is not a cryptid because he is not real. He is a story made up for a website. It's a fun story. Well, Don't get me the wrong. question is, are any of them real? That's a good David. point, but that's what makes them cryptids. That is correct. I would definitely say Slenderman doesn't count. Right. So, yeah, that would be like saying E.T. counts as an alien. He's not real, man. Well, so this is – <laughs> I'm going to be like the argumentative one all night because I'm going to say that Slenderman possibly could become one because – with enough belief, people are going to start to believe it. And in 20 years, people are going to think that Slenderman actually did exist. Well, so I, I would normally agree with you, except that we're in an age now where there's so much technology. Right. That the written history, that those stories can be can be easily disproven. Right. The you writ- know? written history has him classified as a fictional supernatural character. Like, 
that's the written history. But then there's two girls that try killing their or kill their classmates. Well, but they're crazy because, the because they're reading fiction tied to it. That's like that's like I know, but that's like students like I said, that's like students shooting up a school claiming that was because of video games. I think I think the definition of a cryptid I, I guess if it boils down to how you define whether or not it is or it isn't is is there exact proof that it exists and is there exact proof that it doesn't exist? Because if right. there's proof one way or the other, I would say it's not a cryptid. But, I mean, that that's the whole big question with all these wonder things, if right? I wonder if these, like, this movement with Slenderman actually makes Slenderman become it. Well, like, then it's just a then it's just a copycat killer and doesn't count as, like, is Slenderman no, real like, or not? No, she's saying, she's saying our belief... Our belief in it spawns it, like it creates. Oh, like what? If, like what if he gets like brought up from hell? Like what if our deepest, darkest fears are realized in the form of Slenderman? Well, our exactly. our imagination creates it, essentially, and then it becomes. Real. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Kind of yeah, like like Drop Dead Fred. Kind of. Oh like yeah, a- <laughs> yeah. Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a name drop right. for you guys. Hey Dave, before we start, We've before started. we get into it, okay. Can I just really quick Ah oh, man, you know, there's nothing better when I think about it than opening a can of this week Mountain Dew Code Red because when you're feeling that Code Red, it's a great feeling. And I'll tell you who else thinks Code Red is good. Jack Nicholson, can't argue with him. Tom Cruise, he's definitely down with the with the Code Red and of course the ever classic Kevin Bacon loves Mountain Dew Code Red. So get a get get a Code Red. Do you know what Code Red crosses party lines? Because I've seen Hillary and Trump drinking Code Red. Ooh. Uh oh. What has Gary Johnson been drinking? Kool Aid. Oh no, that has two <laughs> meanings. <laughs> <laughs> sure does. Oh bummer. All right, let, let's move on. So we. All right, Dave. I'm done. We. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. No, that had to happen. It had to happen. You had to get your paycheck. It had to happen, <laughs> and it's coming someday. Someday <laughs> I'm going to get a check for Mountain Dew that says an, thank you. An entire pallet of a variety of Mountain Dews. <laughs> so. Well, I'll tell you what ones to not send me, even though they're all great. <laughs> right. Don't send me the 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 black one, whatever that is, black cherry. I don't like that one. I don't like the white one. The white mountain mist. Such don't mountain, send me that one. Such a Mountain Dew racist you are. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the whites or the blacks. <laughs> give, give me the greens, the blues, and the reds. Red power. Good. Red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is. Let's move on. We're gonna we're gonna jump back into monsters that aren't racists. They're equal opportunity monsters. In fact. Okay, maybe we'll do a whole episode about Slenderman, because Slenderman is intriguing as hell to me as just a story. And I love, love all the works of fiction that have been spawned from it. And so maybe we'll do something about that in the future. But cryptids, we've defined it. We're going to debate it, I think, all night long as to what qualifies as a cryptid and what doesn't. But we'll start with the ones that I think we can all agree on. And we'll start with the big one, the one I think that got everybody kind of interested in monsters. And I remember reading a little book, uh, that's a little color, little picture book about this creature in grade school. I think I found it in my, my, my grade school library, like in fourth or fifth grade, uh, all about Bigfoot and all now of, you're talking all of his or hers very various sightings throughout this, this great land of ours and of Canada as well. He or she roams the northern Pacific 
area, also Canada, and all over the country, really. There's different variations of the Sasquatch, the Bigfoot, the Skunk Ape, the 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 Swamp Monster thing. There's also one down, like, at Texarkana area. I forget what it's called, but, yeah, it's down there, too. So, yeah, Bigfoot. I'm going to let Jenny talk now because she's from that area. I love the Bigfoot storyline, but we call it Sasquatch. Nobody calls it that. Sasquatch. Everybody calls that, at least in the Northwest. Squatch, like, squatch watching. It's If you say that again, Dave, so help me. Oh, we formed a Squatch Watch? Squatch Watchers. Oh. Squatch Watch. <laughs> Sounds like you guys are taking a really nasty crap when you say that. And how Sasquatch dare, deserves more respect. Squatch watching is scientific. There's, there's uh, nothing crude about it. Listen, there's nothing more classy than a good old fashioned squatch watch. Right, you get your friends stop. together. Uh, you, you know, you get you get some some Mountain Dew. Johnny, stop tro- stop Listen, trolling me. You get some Mountain Dew Voltage. You get some Mountain Dew Code Red. You get classic <laughs> Mountain Dew, and you go out and you get yourself a squatch watch. <laughs> squatch watch going. About the Bigfoot or not? Yes. Please. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell tell me. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so neither of you guys, I think, have ever been up to the Pacific. Pacific Northwest, is that accurate? Oh, no, I've been to Seattle before. Oh, yeah, I, I've lived okay. up there. Oh, nice, nice. Where'd you live? Yeah, around Seattle. Around Seattle. Around Seattle. <laughs> I cannot tell you exactly where, otherwise Just they, they can find me. Yeah, I've been sworn to secrecy by the Sas by oh, Simon. By Squatch Watchers oh. United. By Simon. By, by my friend Simon. <laughs> my friend. Okay, right. so... Shh. Here's the thing, is once you get out in the mountains or you follow the rivers and such, you can get out there and it is an entirely different world. Like I spent a lot of time as a kid hiking up there. We'd go camping in the mountains and, you know, it's it's crazy once you get out there because you have to be careful because there's bears, there's mountain lions, you know, all sorts of things that will eat you. But the whole mythology of Bigfoot comes from the Native Americans because around the river, especially like when you get up towards the mountain peaks, they would see this ape-like creature stealing their salmon. But it wasn't, they, you know, the the mythology and the stories was it wasn't a bear. It was an ape-like man. Everybody since then has said, well, it must be, it must be an ape or not an ape. It must be a bear. They just saw a bear standing upright. You know, that's what Or what if it was some old hermit? Yeah. Just really long hair. Maybe, maybe. So, you know, then then you get like as it goes through, there's been random sightings and stuff, and it's kind of an ongoing theme throughout all of the Pacific Northwest. I think the first registered um like story that they could you know, historical story came from just outside of Vancouver, so up in 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 the southern side of the northwest Canada. Um, I don't know what that was. Love it. It travels through most of the the native cultures up there, and I was telling Dave this the other day. A lot of it probably stems from the belief system because it's those tribes have a huge kind of totem type mentality where they they take on spirit animals. So there's you know the spirit cock and the spirit whale. Um, so whenever you drive around the Pacific Northwest, especially over on the on the peninsula or when you get more into the mountain things, I think like the, the Issaquah tribes and the Puyallup tribes, they're not so much anymore, but when you look into their cultures, 
a lot of it is based around like the totem poles where the spirit animals and such live. So it makes sense that they can see an animal as a man as the storylines continue. But then you get the, when was it? 1970. Was that when the, the videos came out that are, or the photos? Patterson Gillen was 1967. 67. So you get that and, Everybody's like, oh, it's somebody dressed as as Bigfoot. And but there's been so many stories over the years of people seeing it. My theory is, is that he could exist. It might not. It might all be a hoax. But I always lean to the it hasn't been proven. It, ha- it doesn't exist. Hasn't been proven that it does exist. So I'm going to let it be and see where all the pieces land. But. It's it's a cool idea because there are so many places to hide in, like, the Cascade Mountain Ranges that he could totally exist. Bigfoot could exist and is just smarter than us in hiding. But it's getting harder because now we have sonar and different ways of using technology to find them. But I think up until modern technology, I think they could totally exist. I think it's awesome. So I guess the question is, when when was the first sighting? When was that bit, first big sighting when people were like, "You guys won't believe what I saw"? No, that's a that's a good question. Like, um, not not to be a story, like yeah, yeah, the first true, 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 quote unquote sighting. According to our the ever faithful Wikipedia post, all, all about uh-huh. Bigfoot. The let's see here in nineteen first sorry, sighting eighteen forty seven Paul Kane reported stories by native people about Skookums, a race of cannibalistic wild men living on the peak of Mount Saint Helens. Hmm. I, I like that's that's interesting. That doesn't sound okay. like Wait, I'm gonna, I'm like gonna... to me, but the first Canadian newspaper to run articles about it was in nineteen twenties. Well, no, I, see, I think you're wrong because it's even before that. This is because... Wikipedia. It is never wrong, Jennifer. Yeah, it's never been oh, yes, wrong. It's, it's the gospel. So I am going off of the Bigfoot of North America from the um the unmuseum.org blog. And it says Bigfoot, or is it awesome called called in Canada the Sasquatch, is mentioned in several Native American legends. In fact, the term Sasquatch is Indian for big or hairy giant. The first sighting of the Sasquatch by a white man apparently came in 1811 near what is now because back then by a white man because a white man's word was the only credible word. (laughs) Right. Well, obviously the story is before that because of the natives. Yeah. So came in 1811 near what is now known as the town Jasper, Alberta, Canada. A trader named David Thompson found some strange footprints, 14 inches long and eight inches wide, with four toes in the snow. So and when, when was this? What year? Eighteen eleven. All right. Well, if there was a Bigfoot slash Sasquatch, she's dead now. So unless all there the, was so, more than one, and they unless multiply. there was more than one. But how how do they not find more than one Sasquatch? See, this is this is like my... I said. Maybe they maybe they maybe they understand predators and they're able to hide. And we are predators. The way you said pre- the way you said predator made it sound like some kind of transformer. The predators. Predator. The predators. <laughs> the predators. Uh, no, That's I, my <laughs> Right. I feel like I, I'm with. I kind of agree with Johnny here. I listen. All of these, I want to be real. I want you know, I want these stories to be significant and real, and I want us to discover that there's more out there than what we know. Because otherwise, life is boring. Like it's just exactly. not fun. Gr- granted, some of these things are going to kill us if we see them, and that's not fun at all. 
But to know that they might be out there, these things that we don't understand, these creatures that defy, you know, any kind of real explanation or logic is, is cool to me. And it's fun. It makes life interesting. It's not depressing like real news is. It's just, it's something cool and out there and different. It's intriguing. Right. right. Wanting well, them to be real is just like wanting there to be intelligent life on other planets. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the the reason why I'm so in tune with, like, the Bigfoot, like, I really love the storyline, the mythology, and I really want it to be true. Like, again, I said, I'd probably not, but I'm not going to give up hope. <laughs> you know, it might be yeah. true. Is that the mythology, although majority of the history revolves around the Pacific Northwest, you can find it in a bunch of different cultures. I mean, the Yeti is the biggest one, which is the Himalayan, the white snowman. Mm-hmm. Um which is basically the white version of of the, of the Bigfoot. But there's also a ton of stories of Bigfoot around the Great Lakes, like in Michigan, Wisconsin, and such, which are totally – it's similar but totally different, yet still is considered the Big Hairy Ape Man. It's There's a lot of Bigfoot-type stories around the Louisiana areas that are like the swamp monsters, which all kind of in demographics and in like view – look the same they all just take on different myths as they go but when it all comes down to it they're very similar and that goes like worldwide there's you can find similar bigfoot storylines in a lot of different culture which makes it even more of i think a layered story for us to talk about because the yeti isn't that much different than the sasquatch and that's fascinating. And you go back and you listen to the storylines, and it could be that it was a bear standing. You know, it could be just a really thin bear that's standing upright, stealing salmon because it hasn't eaten and it's anorexic, you know? Yeah, it's, it, try, it's trying to look good for its next photo shoot. Somebody, right. Somebody but fat then, shamed Bigfoot. And... <laughs> but, but then, <laughs> so the bear thing makes sense. The bear thing totally makes sense. But then what doesn't make sense is bears have paws, not feet. And then you've got all these people claiming they've seen footprints. And then you've also seen, you've also heard, and a lot of the old Native American myths are the long arms, which is why it's considered more of an ape-like creature, which then kind of acts as the idea that, oh, they just saw a bear because the bears don't have long swinging arms. So there's a lot of things that say, yeah, it's just misinterpretation of something that really exists, like a bear. And that's everything that we're talking about. That that could be everything. that's, that's, That's what makes it so cool, though. That's why, I mean, in any of the creatures we're going to talk about tonight, it's going to be similar, but I absolutely love the Bigfoot story, and they've done a lot of cool stuff with me, like with advertising too in the modern days, which just makes Sasquatch even cooler. Like the Jack Links, was it Jack Links? The the yes. messing with Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I laugh yeah, my ass great. off every time I see those, and I will not turn the channel if Harry and the Hendersons is on. So, oh boy, I will. Mm. I will. Mm. <laughs> I, I'll make no calms. You have no like, soul. I hate Harry and the Hendersons, that show, or that movie. Oh, I mean, that no. Movie, that, that movie no and that show. No you hate Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, that's sad. He yelled, yellered him. <laughs> but, then they made yeah. a, but then they made a show about it. Oh, the show was horrible, but the movie was fun. The movie's adorable. Yeah. All right, and he, really, I, he really enjoyed terrorizing the Goof family. Yeah. I Right. <laughs> Yeah, shout out. I like the Goofy movie poll. I'm into that one. Uh, yeah, I love the Goofy movie. All right. All right. My my 
my belief on it, which I was in the middle of before Jenny jumped in with her with her with her, <laughs> oh. di- with her big diatribe there. Yeah, Jenny. <laughs> I I oh, want to believe all of these things are true. For me, though, the Bigfoot and this goes for a lot of them. I'm not maybe I call me a, a, a want to believe. I'm a cross between Mulder and Scully. Um, I'm a skeptic, but I'm also a believer. Uh, I I want them to be real, but. I just feel like we would have killed or captured one by now. Some some lunatic hunter out there would have killed or captured one by now. And here's the thing. Here's my question I pose to the, 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 the committee here uh, of cryptid experts that I've gathered. That would be you, you two, by the way. Um, yep. I, you, you're, you're out camping in the Pacific Northwest, and you and your party... Uh, I'll, I'll, would I'll, never happen. I camp alone. You and you alone find yourself face to face with a a Bigfoot Sasquatch, and you know you don't have your Squatch Watch gear, so you're just there alone with this Bigfoot, and you do have a weapon. Do you kill Bigfoot to prove he exists? No. Well, it's so. Oh, so that's it. Do we kill? No, 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 no. No, I, I agree with Jenny. No, no, no. I don't kill him. Do you kill Bigfoot to save your own life if he's about to kill you? Well, yeah, in self-defense, <laughs> yeah. I'd murder the crap out of Bigfoot. Yeah, get him. Yeah, but I see, I, I'm also one of those that if Bigfoot is in my general vicinity, it's the same with a bear. I'm not going to be in that vicinity anymore. I'm getting well, the hell I think, out there. I think the situation is like you just woke up in the middle of the night. You got to get out of your tent to go pee. Boom, Bigfoot's right there in front of you. Right, he's not. I'm going to handle it. Same way I'm going to handle it. It's a black bear. You're going to play dead. Or I'm going to start like doing what they tell you to do with a bear. I'm going to start making noise and throwing things at it. What happened to playing dead? Mm. Yeah, you're just going to provoke him. No, you. They. They're not going to mess with you. Oh no, I'm talking about Sasquatch, uh, Bigfoot. You're just going to provoke him. No, because I think I think that's why they Bigfoot. haven't been caught yet. Bigfoot doesn't take any why... crap. Yeah, Bigfoot's going to see it as a territory thing. Yeah, he's going to be all over that. I don't think that. he sees it as a territory thing. I think they see it as we got to hide. We got to stay hidden. I think because that's their why only goal in life is to never be seen. That seems weird yes. to me. I don't why know, would... but that would make them extremely intelligent. That's what I'm saying. I think they are. That would make them extremely intelligent. intelligent. It would mean it would mean that they're not predators. It would mean that they have um, intelligence to to the level of humans. I think. I mean, right, not. Except, I mean, at, le- at least intelligence to the level of, of apes. Right, and there have been sightings where they've broken in not like cabins, like they've broken into cabins. That that would go against your your we're trying to hide type mentality. Again, well, again, these are all sightings again, and stories. But the, but also but again, the world is getting ever larger. There are more people larger, out they're there. They're getting pushed out of their environment, so they have to go into houses to get the food because we're screwing up the salmon runs. They weren't. Okay, no food was taken. <laughs> so they weren't going in for their Cheerios. Well, maybe they, <laughs> going, maybe they were going in there for food, but they don't know how a refrigerator works. This is why you shouldn't feed Bigfoot when you're out hiking they want more food if you give a bigfoot a cookie <laughs> he's gonna want a glass of milk right uh, oh i mean it's only fair you better give him one i mean that's not so nice. but so i should preface that i am very bigfoot? much one of those guys i'm bigfoot for real <laughs> and you know what they say about guys with big feet huh huh yeah, they're they wear big shoes oh oh oh, oh. 
um penis joke no so i'm i'm one of those guys who uh i i believe something when i'm shown the proof or the evidence otherwise i'm skeptical or i form an opinion based on the information that's available to me right so like aliens like i I do believe there's alien life out there we have nothing that proves it or disproves it just based on our knowledge you are what's that you are wally west i am thank you all right. That's well, good. Wally Wally West. Well, I guess that's. I I don't believe that magic is real. Right. I was, um, I was going the magic line. Yeah, it can be proved yeah, by yeah. science. So, yeah. so I mean, again, just like aliens, you know, there, there's no proof. There's no evidence that suggests that they're out there, and there's no proof or evidence that suggests that they don't. We only know what we know about the universe, and based on that information, my opinion is formed, and that's that I believe there's intelligent life out there somewhere. Johnny, I have news for um, you. Uh oh. Pal number two is a proven alien. I just wanted to let you know that. An illegal immigrant, you're saying? Oh no, Mex- no, 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 no! You're <laughs> no, saying no. that because he's Mexican? Dude. I absolutely am not. I absolutely am not. Just uh-huh. see uh-huh. how he, see how he interacts with other humanoids. He's totally an alien, right? Extra, right. Extra, extraterrestrial. You know, you know, illegal immigrants are people too. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm gonna jump down off my Trump uh, pedestal oh, okay. here. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> uh, stop impersonating so, this candidate. It, and so that does extend to, you know, situations like this, you know, like Loch Ness and, and Bigfoot. I mean, there's no evidence that suggests that they're real and no evidence that, that suggests that they're not. Or at least if there is evidence, who knows who knows the, you know, the, the truthfulness behind it or whether or not it can be backed up by fact. Sure. And based on that information, I don't believe at all in any way that there is such a thing as a Bigfoot, at least not that exists now and not that it has existed for over 100 years. You know what I mean? So any way any... back way back when there could have been a big a bigfoot. Okay. So but any any photographic proof that we quote unquote proof I should say. Any photographic proof or or foot sculptings they found all that garbage. You're saying it's all hoaxes. Uh hoaxes? Yeah. Like yeah. the Patterson I, I, like the the very famous Patterson Gilman footage. So we know beyond the shadow of a doubt that humans are assholes. Mm-hmm. We are. Amen. Complete assholes for dicks. <laughs> This is what we do. If we find something that's going to fuck with people, we're going to utilize that tool to fuck with people. True. So if if there's someone who gets his jollies off by making people believe that there's a Bigfoot out there, absolutely he or she is going to keep doing it. And then there's going to be the other side where they just troll them and say, you're wrong. It's stupid. There's not, they're not real. You're an idiot for believing it. Yeah. So I, I feel like nothing can be trusted unless it's scientifically proven, Right. Sure. So uh, we'll just have to wait for when Trump becomes president and he makes his Bigfoot army. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. will weaponize the Bigfoot. I'm telling you now. Well, to, to Already have his political fact check it. <laughs> Somebody fact check that. That that's part of, <laughs> fact part of check. <laughs> right. That's part of Trump's promises. How could you have two different fact checkers? Providing two <laughs> two separate bits of information. Right. That, right. that is not a fact then. Um, no, I'm sorry. He never said that. Oh, I have it right here. He did say it. Uh, you're lying. You fo- yeah. you photoshopped Ugh. that tweet. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, All right, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Bigfoot. Okay. We're, are we going to talk about – okay, so we, we've touched mine. Who's going next with Whoa, them? We touched your Can what? we touch mine next? <laughs> let's, Light keep up, guys. let's keep it PG. We're touching mine. <laughs> let's keep it PG, Jenny. Jeez. <sighs> Holy hell, you two! You're killing me right now. All right, moving all right. on. Johnny, Stay on track, Johnny. I have a backup because I know you said what your favorite is, and that's also mine. But I have a backup. So let's let's talk oh, about. Oh, you have a backup. Yeah, what's what is your favorite cryptid creature? Um, I love the idea of the Loch Ness monster. 
right. I think it's totally cool. And do you remember your first experience uh, with this creature's stories? Oh, I swear, I sainted. I was <laughs> no, out no, on the river. No, I didn't ask your first Wait, experience. What? I didn't ask your first experience with the creature. Your first oh. experience like discovering its story. Like, I like that he was like from Kentucky. You know, Loch Ness is in like <laughs> yeah, Ireland, I know he's right? got like Scotland. Scotland or Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scotland. Yeah. No, that that's the hillbilly. That's the oh, I swear, I sainted. I sainted out on the river. Oh, we and just keep, um, we just like keep adding more characters to this podcast. I love it. <laughs> um, I don't I don't remember my very first exposure to to the Loch Ness monster. Or at least the idea. It, my guess is it was probably some type of movie or like mockumentary that okay. was on TV. Um, I I love the I I love the concept right because it's so ridiculous they have plumbed that yeah that lake to hell the, the only or that hope, that the only whatever that body of water is right the only thread of hope they hang on to is that because it's so the water is just not clear that they can't get a clear picture of what could possibly ever be down there and there's so many little caverns and stuff like that in the in the lock yeah. itself that they just hope against hope but I mean in my opinion this thing would be dead by now anyway so. Unless it, unless it's oh yeah bre- sure. unless it's somehow bred, and there's more of them. Uh, it, this this one from 1934, the first sighting, or not uh, 1933. I don't know. I, I can't remember the first sighting. I'll look it up in a second. I but, I guess here's one thing to 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 think about too. Anyone who believes in Bigfoot, how dare they question whether or not the Loch Ness monster is real? <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the balls, the stones you have to go onto a message board and say, "Well, the Loch Ness monster isn't real, but come over here and I'll show you Bigfoot." Swear to God, like, right? Ugh, if you believe in one, you have to believe in them all. That's why I feel like. That's why, and I agree. no disrespect to to, to to any of the Squatch Watchers out there, but. That show Finding Bigfoot, where they talk about searching for Bigfoot as if he's another animal in the zoo. Like this is what he does. This, these are his known habits. Like you don't know <laughs> that you don't know that he knocks wood to scare people away. Like you just don't know that these screams are actually him. Like and they talk about it like it's scientific fact. Like I I, I just love to know why you think this is exactly what the Bigfoot behaves like, because there's no scientific proof of that. And now, again, when you're out, out uh, when you're out there in the woods, you got to make sure you don't see a guy with no with no Richard Nixon mask because I I tell you he wears the, the Bigfoot wears that Nixon mask <laughs> to blend it in and it don't work. I know it. I swear. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. I love right. that we're in the, like the Appalachian Mountains through this conversation. <laughs> hey, they're everywhere. Rednecks sitting on their porch. With their rocking chair and their, their shotgun and their and their lemonade <laughs> lemon drink, they're everywhere. Uh, all right, so, so like back, I guess back to Loch Ness. I have an affinity for aquatic animals. Like my favorite, my favorite animal is the, is the hammerhead shark, and I just kind of love sharks in general. Um, and so the you know the idea of like giant squids, the Loch Ness monster, the kraken, wink, wink. Hey, Jenny, spoilers. Huh? spoilers. <laughs> um, yes, those those are all like to me. They're when all they're all the super kraken. interesting because they fit into that world where it to me is the is the scariest. The the idea of underwater. Life this guy's like is the stealing, scariest thing in the world to me. You're like stealing words from my mouth when me and Jenny were talking about this the other day. Like, real? Like my like, thing. I've loved sharks since grade school. I, for whatever reason, I don't know why. Sharks are my favorite animal. I don't know why. And then the Loch Ness monster has always been my favorite. I love them. My favorite cryptid because it's just 
It's like a creature from another time. This thing is supposed, supposedly some kind of dinosaur. So it's like a, 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 a living dinosaur is crazy. I love it. But the thing of the ocean to me is more mysterious than space because you just don't know what is under your feet while you're floating in the ocean. You know? I know. It scares the crap out of me. Like I'm, a, I'm terrified and I respect the water. I will never go in the ocean further than the sand. Like that's it. I'm not, <laughs> I just won't ever do it. You don't know what's down there. I've seen Jaws too many times, and now I've seen the shallows. Never will I ever go in the water. That <laughs> like it's just not going to happen. I, I don't. Well, wait till wait till Meg with uh, Jason Statham comes out. What is that? Meg. Okay, so there was a great book about the megalodon. I know we're off track. Um, there was a great book about the megalodon that came out a long time ago called Meg. A fiction. And. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, definitely work of fiction, <laughs> right. for sure. Yeah, there's scientific evidence in there. Is it Meg, a, novel, a still novel of deep terror? That's it, yeah. Okay. Um, so they're making a movie out of it, finally, and uh, Jason Statham's going to be starring in it. I have, to, I have to sidetrack you because I searched for Meg, just M-E-G, in Google. First two things I get are Meg, a novel of dare, deep terror, Wikipedia page, and then Meg Turney's uh, Twitter page. And if you don't know who Meg Turney is... Uh, let me just say I'm in love with her. So, uh, she's, oh, she's great. Amazing. She's an amazing person, and I love her deeply. Marry me, Meg. Marry me. Anyway, wow. Please go back to the story about Meg. So, oh yeah. So anyway, they're making a movie about Meg with Jason Statham about the the megalodon, and the the megalodon is super super cool and super interesting, and and it's actually been proven to be real. Yay! There's evidence to support that. Um, Did you hear that on Shark Week? Oh, buddy, I knew that way before Shark Week. I'm leagues ahead of Shark Week. Oh, no, no, no. Jason <laughs> I'm miles it. ahead. I, I have to stop you because I was so interested in this movie until I saw who else was in this movie. Who else is in it besides Jason Statham because he's the only one that matters? John Cena. Oh, yeah! <laughs> now you're super excited. Oh, man, he's going to DDT that Megalodon. <laughs> Uh, he could, yeah. Uh, hefty, uh, hefty, hefty. I, <laughs> oh, all right. So, wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Explain, explain to the folks what 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 a megalodon is. Oh, sweet! So the megalodon is the, <laughs> the prehistoric um, shark. It, it was the terror of the of the oceans at that time. It was the at the top of the food chain, much like the great white shark is now. Um, and it's kind of like the ancestor of the great white shark, although they're not categorized in the same genus. Um, but, uh, it, I mean, the thing's giant, it's huge. So one of its, one of its teeth, um, so like a, a regular great white shark's tooth is about the size of a quarter and the megalodon's tooth is about the size of a, of a, of an adult hand. Um, and that's how they figure out what the size is. So megalodons can grow. Um, I think the longest one, just based on the, the size of the, t- of the tooth they were able to figure out. I think the largest one proven has been 33 feet. Um, and great white sharks grow to be like 14 to 20. So 33 feet is a big freaking shark. It's, it's a it's giant shark. the size of like an orca. They show a picture. Of, yeah. Well, yeah. But they show a picture of the, the mouth and a guy sitting in it and it's nowhere near like the, like he would have no problem swallowing you whole. No. Yeah. He, you totally fit in it. Um, there's another great picture that kind of shows what like, uh, like the size of a whale shark and a human right. and a great white shark. And then it's got the megalodon. So the megalodon, it's much bigger than an orca. 
I mean, we're, we're th- this is in a large like humpback whale size. Um, if if I'm not wrong, I mean, I, I could I guess I could be mistaken on the size. I'm just going well, off Wikipedia memory says, of the last time I saw a humpback yeah, whale in a movie. <clears throat> Wikipedia says the size estimation says it's bigger than a whale shark. Um, doesn't really have like a uh, a size or. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Um, so anyway, it, it's super interesting. Like I, the the fact that that thing actually existed, um, you know, been back in like prehistoric. I, I don't know if it's Jurassic or or what. It, and I could probably look it up and find out. But um, the actually, era. is it is it Cenozoic? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but it's extinct. You know, it was like I mean, it was how many how many years ago? To a uh, twenty three. 23 million years ago? No, 23 years ago was the last (laughs) sighting. 23 to 2.6 million years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in high school. (laughs) Megalodons are super interesting. You'll find stories online of people saying, oh, I was diving and I saw something that was as big as a megalodon. It must be a megalodon that exists. And the whole story of, you know, in the book is that there was this crack that was opened down on the ocean floor. Never mess with the ocean floor, people. Yeah, you can't do it. Um, but that crack released like the the there was a whole like megalodon population down there, and one of them escaped um and came up to the surface and it was i mean it was really interesting because like it couldn't go too far because um, it was like his his body had acclimated to the the um temperatures yeah yeah to that deep so it's like i think unless i'm getting the events mixed up and it's been a long time since i've read it but i think he he couldn't like reach the surface like come up to the surface yet so it was like trapped down on the ocean floor until its body started acclimating to the new temperatures mm-hmm. and it could start coming well, up well it's all pressure right like once you get so so deep it's it's pressure so if you bring them up the pressure you do explode so is that what you're saying? Like it just slowly went up like an inch every day until it could get to the surface? <laughs> no, it was it was actually the body acclimating to the temperature because the you know they're they're um yeah it's freezing temperature down there. So that for millions and millions of years their bodies had become uh had acclimated to to the bottom of the ocean. I'm still saying if it's at the bottom of the ocean and it tries swimming up, it's going to explode. I've seen the Mythbusters where they put the uh, scuba diving gear in and let loose the pressure. Why are you doing this? Oh, why are you doing yeah. this? Ruining our fun. <laughs> Listen, I, I guess I don't know. I don't would have exploded sure, if it tried to swim to this the is, surface. If that's the theory of Megalodon. Totally down it's a fictional movie, Jenny. I'm just I'm just poking holes in your guys' theory. Like it's a movie though. <laughs> this is this is Meg, the book we're talking yeah. about. Not not that's that's just Meg. Right. It's just Meg. Meg I mean, would have exploded. Let me poke holes in Harry and the Hendersons for you. Or not exploded, but imploded. Yeah, for one thing, Harry would have eaten the Hendersons. Right. There's or, no way he would have just gone to their house. Or the Hendersons would have shot him dead. Yeah, they yeah they would have shot him dead and they would have cut his feet off and brought no, him back to would have mounted that head shot, on the wall. I would not have shot him dead. So I am more like the Hendersons. And what we were talking about earlier, he Harry was smart. Harry had to come out because he was being pushed out of his home, and he went to the Hendersons' house. And luckily, he found a really nice person, like I would have been, if. Harry would have been in my house. This, so this Disney reality Harry, you live in. Harry was a little too smart. Harry had to die. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Harry's not running for president. 
Yeah, or he's gonna yeah. meet. He's gonna mate and form a whole new, a whole new type of human race. I would race. invite him to Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, then and he not, would eat you. Then for you're dinner. not getting any food. He's gonna eat all the food. Yeah, he's gonna eat all the food, and then I he's gonna eat you. And then you're the for my guest. I know what my guests like. Wow, this is. <laughs> ridiculous so you'd go out and butcher other humans for you know him what? to eat you're saying you know what jenny if harry better not go into the water that's all i'm saying megalodon would just swallow the <laughs> whole do you know what that's true good point dave that's right jenny the megalodon oh, so would, eat, have, would eat would eat harry really nice disney-esque <laughs> we'll sell this we will sell this by an angry megalodon we're willing to Can sell we this script. we're willing to sell the script to sci-fi megalodon versus bigfoot Megalodon versus Bigfoot. I, I'm in. Count me real. in. Versus, Sci-fi will versus totally Sharknado. Versus Sharknado. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the Megalodon NATO that attacks Holy Harry. Crap. <laughs> there's no, there's no chance Harry survives that. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the Megalodon. If Ian Zarian <laughs> Megalodon survives yes. Sharknado, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons oh, don't, don't survive. You. Don't you dis- <laughs> don't you disrespect Ian Ziering? I don't. How dare you? You're this disrespecting is, Harry. This is not. This is a real person. Harry's not it real. Was, Harry is real, man. Whatever. All right. So Loch Ness monster. Okay. So you had a. Okay. Awesome. So so we so let's get back to Loch Ness because we got sidetracked by Megalodon. Oh, we did. We did. Um, tell, me, tell me. Tell me your guys' love for Loch Ness. For Nessie. Well, again, a, a lot of it is that it's an aquatic creature, and I think that's super interesting. Um, it's a, what, what do they say? It's like a plesiosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that, that photograph, super interesting. I mean, they've proven it's a hoax, right? The one from the... The 1934. When was that? The 30s? 1934? Yeah, the black yeah, and white. So, yeah, so that's, I mean, it's totally been proven as a hoax. That has. Right. Which is, I think, really the big thing that started that. I mean, it was always like one of those folklore things, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, boom, this picture comes out, and all of a sudden, people are saying, "Oh my gosh, this could be real! Look at this picture! How can you fake this?" Uh, and the answer is very easily, right? Super, super easily. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's it's aquatic. It's it's scary in the water. Uh, who knows what its intentions are? If it's real. That's that's it. I just think I, I enjoy I enjoy that aspect of it. Was I there guess. any was there ever any stories of Loch Ness like eating like a village, a clan member or something, <laughs> or was Loch Ness just always just sort of seen? It's just there's no real encounters with him. You, you just see him. Hmm. I don't remember any encounter where he attacks or uh, tips over a boat or any of that stuff. I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and see if there are any see if there's any anything Nessie that, attacks. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. That's a great thing to search for. No, that's the movie we need to that's the movie attack. we need to pitch to the studios. You is know, the I've, attack of Nessie. I've seen a couple of Loch Ness monster movies. Yeah. Um most of them most of them it's like, you know, oh my gosh, it's actually super friendly, just like Harry and the Hendersons. Right. Um I want but, uh, let's see. Nessie. I want Nessie Here's coming a, onto the shore and pulling like screaming cattle into the water with him. Oh uh, snap! That'd inc- be awesome. Incident at Loch Ness, that famous movie. I never saw that one. That, Tell me about that, it. That's that's a Warner Herzog movie. 
Mm. So there's some... Also not good, by the way. There's some video of... From 2012 about Loch Ness Monster attacking a boat. Real footage. You'll never believe it. No, no, I'll never. Some kind of... Everything nowadays, it's all like viral marketing for some movie they're making. That's all it is. I don't know. (laughs) Do you guys remember seeing that thing during uh, some like Discovery Channel or History Channel event about uh, mermaids? Yes. That was a hoax. Doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was totally a hoax. But it was cool. scared the shit out of me, it though. It was so cool. Yeah, for like a split second, I was like, oh, my God, mermaids are real, and they want to kill us. Right. That popped up on my Facebook re- again recently. Like, somebody thought it was real, and I'm like, sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm, I hate to be the one to do this to you. But Google, oh, yeah, I Google know. it. <laughs> yeah. But that's how easy the... it is to trick people. Yeah. Uh, on the mermaids, one, what was the what was the movie uh, Chad Rook was telling us about? about mermaids? TV show. TV show. The Deep. He just started. He just started. He did a script read. He, he tweeted out. Yeah, the I heard about that. I heard about oh, that. I'm all about the mermaid stories, but I want mean, evil mermaids. Sounds like that's is what it that ba- show's going to be about. I want merman. Is it based off any of the stories? Because I know there's like I know there are a couple books or something about the deep. So is it based on that? I can't remember what he said. I don't think so. Well, I thought it was the comic book, The Deep. Have you read? It's an image comic, like it could. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked. Back Tan- to Nessie. Tangent. Nessie. Uh, that's all I got. I think Nessie's super cool. Nessie is super cool. Not as cool as Bigfoot, but pretty damn cool. You're right. Whoa, he's way, he's way cooler. <laughs> okay, Dave. Who was your who was your back backup go to? Uh, Slenderman. You told us earlier that that was not part of this this conversation. I did. I said no such thing. Then we're talking the Kraken. We're talking not. the Kraken right now. We're not talking Krakens. Uh, <clears throat> no, mine is. Hang on, I was I got stuck reading in this loop of Mega Meg stuff. So, uh, it, it's kind of Bigfoot esque, but it's very different. I think the Wendigo. Or Wendigo, however you want to pronounce it. Oh, I don't know this one. The Wendigo. Yes. Oh, have you seen that movie Ravenous? Uh, no. About the Wendigo? Nope. Okay, so and it, it actually totally sums up what the Wendigo is all about, right? So, um, actually, what uh, you know what? I, I, won't, I won't steal your thunder. Why don't you tell <laughs> us all? Of, I'll let you tell us all about the Wendigo, and then I'll tell you about the movie if Sounds you want good. to know about it. Sounds good. Okay, the Wendigo or Wendigo. It's a, a cannibal monster or or also an evil spirit native to the northern forests of the Atlantic coast and Great Lake Great Lakes region. Uh it's kind of Algonquin in 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 origin, I guess. Is how you want to do it. Uh, it's it's associated hmm. with cannibalism, murder, insatiable greed and taboos against like those kind of behaviors. Uh basically um boy how do you describe this? Uh, so some people, the, the, some cultures believe that you t- humans turn into the Wendigo if you you know in, partake in cannibalism, and it's just this feral feral creature who just attacks everything and everyone around him. Interesting. Yep. Oh yeah. That that meshes with what you were gonna say. 
It yeah, it pretty much does entirely. Do you want to know about the movie? It's super cool. Sure, it sounds. Tell me about the movie because I'm all about the movies. Okay, so it, it stars um, Guy Pearson and Robert Carlyle, um, and uh, it, essentially the story is it, it takes place back in like the eighteen. Oh, who was it? Um, eighteen forty-six, the Mexican-American War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the Mexican-American War. And I don't know if it totally takes place during that time or if that's just when it starts. But essentially, um, there are these two – they're the two main characters, Guy Pierce and Robert Carlyle. And uh, you hear about the story of the Wendigo. And Robert Carlyle plays a, a colonel who has been alive. Um, and, and he's, like, incredibly strong. And you kind of don't know why. And you find out later that it's because he killed and ate somebody. Um and he did it to survive. He and his troop were like trapped down in a in a, a I don't know giant hole or something, and and the rest of his people died. And so he ate them to stay alive. And it granted him the power of the Wendigo, which essentially, when you eat somebody, you kind of gain their strength. Um, so uh, he traps Guy Pierce's group and wants to kill them and eat them. And Guy Pierce winds up getting injured. And he's gonna die, but then Robert Carlyle feeds him, feeds him human flesh, and now he becomes a Wendigo. So now they're both Wendigos, and it's super interesting, super super cool. David Arquette, Jeremy Davies, Neil McDonough, <laughs> and David Heyman are in this movie. Yeah, it's super like like you can like they're noticeable faces. Yeah, the notable faces. This is only me. back in 99. like you recognize the people in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a while back. You know, it wasn't it wasn't too long ago, but um, it was really it was really cool, and oh, it was man. tense. It was super super tense. The tagline is "You are who you eat." You are who you eat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, so I the story it. is: you you eat somebody, and then you gain their strength, and then you are essentially a Wendigo. So you don't like turn into some creature; you just gain strength. Right. And that's it. That's Ravenous. We did it. Ravenous is now on my watch list. Oh, you gotta see it. It's a must-watch. She's awesome. Must-watch, especially during the month of October. When it's spooky! It's back. Good, good. Did you guys hear that ghost that is totally real? We should probably name that ghost. Because ghosts are real, guys? I want to call him Bob. You want to call him Bob? Bob the Ghost. Haunting. Bob the Bob the Ghost. Bob the Atomic Kingdom Ghost. Hashtag Bob, Bob the Paranormal the Activity. <laughs> paranormal Bob. Bob the Exorcist. All right, so that's the Wendigo, Wendigo, uh, Windigo, however you want to pronounce it. There's many different ways. Uh, some other real well-known stuff is the Jersey Devil, uh, the Chupacabra. Mothman. What's the Jersey Devil? What? I you know what's funny is everybody always talks about the Jersey Devil, but I honestly know nothing about it. I think it's uh, what, what's her name uh, from from the Jersey Shore. Oh, it's Snooky. Snooky, yeah, that's the Jersey Devil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did not mean that. I did not mean that. No, Jersey Devil. Uh, it's it's it can it's like a horse with bat long long bat wings and a goat head with horns. And yes, I, what's it I'm do though? Like, does I'm it have a motive? An artist or? rendition of it? Yeah, from 1909. Yep, this thing's not real. No, there's no way. 
Well, but what's the myth though? Like, does it like torment tampers or does it take your soul? That's what I don't get. I, I I don't care what it looks like. I want to know what it does. It's not really a myth involved. There's just like a lot of these things are just sightings, not, not really having to do with any kind of real story or, um, as far as like the thing that it does, like a Bigfoot is just a sighting. It's not like a, what does it do? Does it attack campers or? Well, like, well, like the chupacabra is it drains the blood of goats, right? So it has a meaning, but it falls in the. Does the Jersey Devil do anything, or just sort of walks around? Oh, and is there is there anything I'm a sexy, notable like, for? Beast. You're asking. Yeah, like what's it do? Well, for, according to Wikipedia, it's been reported to move quickly and is often described as emitting a blood curdling scream. There you go. Does that? <laughs> so does that does that it narrow it down for you? <laughs> if you if you think blood curdling screams are serenaded serenades, but uh, yeah, that's that's it, weird. <laughs> the Jersey Devil, the new album on iTunes. <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand why it's scary. It's just this like look at the picture. Look at the picture I, of it. It looks horrifying. Apparently, like apparently, some story. guy killed like, it. it it looks like something that you would you could buy a little girl to play with her Shira dolls. Like oh yeah, if you wanted to be disturbed for the rest of her yeah, life. Yeah, if you wanted to be scarred for life. Yeah, right. You'd buy that for your daughter, right, Johnny? Oh, I already. Yep. Yeah, I did. <laughs> she calls <laughs> it's it's her little pony. Uh, yeah, with, with yeah. bat wings. Yeah. Oh, jeez, Louise. I yeah, I've never really been too fond of the Jersey Devil stories. It's because clearly just stupid. I, I don't know. Yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been looking at a lot of these cryptids, and I mean, a few of them stick out to me. Is uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I've heard about that one, right? But uh oh, uh oh, there's a yawn. Threw oh, me a wow. yawn wow. through Skype. Uh-oh. <laughs> rude, man. Oh. Totally rude. What's this? this... I'm... All right, oh. I'm going to talk about something I've never heard of before. Really starting to lose it, you guys. All right, that's enough. We're really almost we're to, almost done. Really huh? starting to fall off the wagon. Oh, uh, you know what you need? I guess I need to. Amp myself back up. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're tired and a code red wears off and you're done with it, nothing washes down a code red better than a Mountain Dew voltage. We just, just got two Mountain Dew commercials in the same that's podcast. Right. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh. Hey, Dave, wait for your ratings to skyrocket. Oh, I bet they already have, like, live. While we're while we're recording it and no one's hearing it, oh, ratings are. <laughs> ratings they're, are. They're, live tweet, they're live tweeting the podcast. <laughs> right. All right, this is a creature I've never heard of before. I clicked on it at random, and we're going to learn about it together. Yes. Okay, the Flatwoods Monster, also known as the Braxton County Monster, or the Phantom of Flatwoods, is an alleged, Ooh. unidentified, <laughs> extraterrestrial, or cryptid reported to have been sighted in the town of Flatwoods in Braxton County, West Virginia, on September 12, 1952. Appearance. Uh, um, sorry, my source for this is Wikipedia, the ever-reliable Wikipedia. Ever-reliable Wikipedia, yeah. Various descriptions of the entity exist. Most agree that it was at, was at least seven feet tall with a black body and a dark glowing face. Witnesses mm-hmm. describe the creature's head as elongated, shaped like a sideways diamond, and as having non-human eyes. A large circular cowling appeared behind the head. The creature's body was inhumanly shaped and clad in a dark pleated exoskeleton. Pleated. Interesting. (laughs) 
later described later described as a shadow. Some accounts record that the creature appeared to have no visible arms due to its incredible speed. Others re- reported long stringy arms protruding from the front of its body with long claw-like fingers. The monster is referred to as the lizard monster on the March 10th, 2010 episode of Monster Quests. I used to love that show. I love Monster Quest too. A lar- they never found anything ever, but it was fun. A large pulsating red ball of light that hovered above or rested on the ground was associated with the monster. UFOlogists believe that it may have been a powered craft that the entity had piloted. So here's the story from 1952. At 7.15 p.m. I, should, I feel like I should be doing this like a 1950s radio guy. At 17.15 p.m. On September 12, 1952... Two brothers, Edward. Going, I can't. I can't hold I that up. Right <laughs> yeah, thanks. Is it static? <laughs> yeah, those are your sound effects. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Two brothers, Edward and Fred May, and their friend Tommy Heyer, ages 13, 12, and ten. Uh, yes, those are the reliable ages to be hearing eyewitness reports from. Uh, they witnessed a bright object cross the sky. The object appeared to come to rest on land belonging to local farmer G. Bailey Fisher. Upon witnessing, uh, you know, you know what voice G. Bailey Fisher has, John E. No, what kind of voice does he have? The uh, Nessie voice. The, the oh. voice that you were doing. Oh, does it, oh, I swear, <laughs> I saw the light fall from the sky, and landed on that planet, landed on that plane. So right over, right over on that flat plane, it's over there. I swear, I seen it. Thank you, thank you, G. Bailey. <laughs> Upon- <laughs> you no problem, Mister Fisher. Upon, I understand. Upon witnessing the object, the boys went to the home of the May brothers' mother, Kathleen May, where they reported seeing a UFO crash land in the hills. From there, Mrs. May, accompanied by the three boys, local children Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver, and 17-year-old West Virginia National Guardsman Eugene Gene Lemon. Uh, what a nickname. Oh, what a no. nickname. <laughs> they, all, they all sound like nails. <laughs> Traveled to the Fisher farm in an effort to locate whatever it was the boys had seen. Uh, Gene Lemon's dog ran ahead out of sight and suddenly began barking, and moments later ran back to the group with its tail between its legs. After traveling about a quarter mile, the group reached the top of a hill where they reportedly saw a large pulsating ball of fire about 50 feet to their right. They also detected a pungent mist that made their eyes and noses burn. Lemon then noticed two small lights over to the left of the object underneath a nearby oak tree and directed his flashlight toward them, revealing the creature, which has, uh, which was reported to have emitted a shrill hissing noise before gliding towards them. It's a Dalek run. Right. Oh, no. oh no. Changing direction and then heading off towards the red light. At this point, the group fled in panic upon returning home. Mrs. May contact local sheriff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't see anything else fun. But after encountering the creatures, several members of the September 12 group reported suffering from similar symptoms, which persisted for some time in which they attributed to having been exposed to the mist emitted by the creature. The symptoms included irritation of the nose and swelling of the throat. Lemon suffered from vomiting and convulsions throughout the night and had difficulties with his throat for several weeks afterward. A doctor who treated several of the witnesses is reported to have described their symptoms as being as being similar to victims of mustard gas, though such Ooh. symptoms are also commonly found in sufferers of hysteria, which can be brought on by exposure to traumatic or, sh- or shocking event. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, 
apparently this thing is uh, a bad guy, the final boss of the video game Amagon. There you go. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, wow. It also appears in Majora's Mask. Crazy. Interesting. Scribble Knots, mm. Ninja Baseball Batman. I've never heard of that one before. But uh, So, yeah. Dave, slightly off topic, but still on topic. Do you like Crow? I don't like eating it. Oh, well, that's a real bummer because Jenny's going to be serving it to you. Um, the Kraken is categorized as a cryptid. Where? Not not, not where I looked. On that Wikipedia. That is what I am saying. The On Kraken Wikipedia. is totally part of this conversation, people. I'm looking up Kraken. Yep. I looked it up yesterday. It's a legendary sea monster. That's all it says. If you go to list of cryptids, you get an entire list of all oh, the cryptids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it, and I saw that, too. Yeah. Kraken, Megalodon's on there, the Yowie's on there, uh, the Jackrabbit's on there, yeah, listen, the Sewer Alligator's on there. Listen, listen, you can never trust Wikipedia. You can yeah. never trust Wikipedia, the, the website you've been quoting since... It's part of my <laughs> joke, man, it's part of my joke. <laughs> <laughs> love it, I love it, I love uh... <laughs> it. Listen, you can't trust everything you read online, but the truth is the Kraken's real. And, and it's encrypted. When I when I read it from Wikipedia, it's true. When you start refuting my facts, it's just made up. People just oh log, okay. People just log in and say whatever they want to say, guys. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> no, no crow served to Dave today. He won't allow it. <laughs> I'm still I'm on a diet. okay here. So I'm going back to unmuseum.org because they're my new favorite site. Like, wait, I is it unmuseum or UN museum? You in museum, but I'm calling it the unmuseum. <laughs> okay. I want to make sure I understand. Find all of your okay. unhistory. Okay, so tales of a huge mini armed oh, man, hang on. horned sea creature exists from ancient times. The Greek legend of the Skehalia? I have no clue how to say Hold that. Hold on, stop, stop. A monster with six heads that Odysseus must sail past during his travels is an example of this tradition. In 1955, well, that's, that's the mythological one. But there are stories that are okay. So there are stories that go way back, mostly like I was saying earlier, Norwegian stories that this giant squid creature would attack boats. There are there We've are documented <laughs> stories, just as there are in Nessie with Bigfoot with the Jersey Devil of the Kraken. I am saying. And that would I make it real, Jenny. Tooth and nail that the Kraken is part of this conversation. I don't. don't. Anyway, I am open to discussing the Kraken, but not the mythological one, this, the giant squid sea monster. This one. website looks like it was made in the '90s. Holy crap! Like I am no expert on coding, but dude, this is like basic HTML. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> Maybe it's supposed I'm to still be that way, It's awesome. Loving the site. I, I can't. What's it called? Up What's to it the called? Unmuseum.org. Unmuseum.org, un- un- where everything is neon green. <laughs> on black. Oh, yeah. This is this is perfect. This, this is, is like the, the advent of AOL and this the GeoCities websites and like the first, yeah. your no, first I love foray it. into the internet. And here it is. <laughs> yeah, this looks like the first pornographic website I oh, ever visited. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, and look really, at that. H.P. Lovecraft is mentioned on this one, right, too. They're really hyping up Westworld on this website. There's two. 
two ads for Westworld on, the, on this. Oh, page. you got two ads for Westworld? Uh, yeah. I got two ads for AT&T. Oh, okay. I got two ads for Doritos. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Doritos. We can't talk about Doritos. We know what we Curse can. you. Curse you, Internet, Vote for knowing for your our favorite flair, flavor for the chance to win. Purchase oh. at least. It, purchase at Fred Myers for two chances to win. I love that it's Fred Myers. Do you guys have Fred Myers? Never heard of it. Yeah, Fred, Fred Myers, Myers is like Fred definitely Meyer a yeah. It's definitely like a northern, like a northwestern store where you can oh, get yeah. anything. You can get anything. You can get. You can go to the diner and have a milkshake. You can go buy a CD. You can get a pair of jeans, or you can buy a lawnmower. And I'll, if you have a big grocery shopping, pick up your turkey and your cranberry sauce. Yeah. I I submit that Fred Meyer is a better Walmart, just not as. Not as profitable. I like Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer more than is the more respectable. Don't yeah. shop Walmart people. All right, let's stop Don't offending me. Walmart shoppers uh, and and the like. Walmart shoppers should be offended because that they're horrible. Anyways, the Kraken belongs <laughs> in this oh story. God. You know who believes? The, you know who believes the Kraken? The Kraken Walmart shoppers believe the Kraken is encrypted. <laughs> Walmart shoppers believe that the Kraken is real. Mm-hmm. Walmart shoppers are the Kraken. <laughs> oh, oh, how dare you? That was too you far. Done, done, did it now. That was too far. I, I am, I am holding. I am not ashamed. All right, that is that's going to conclude our cryptid conversation this time, round one at least. We'll do this again. I'm, I am certain of it, and we will never speak of the Kraken again. But or if- will we? <laughs> I'm going to keep this argument going because I am, I am completely on Team Kraken belongs in this conversation. Release the Kraken, Dave. That's the only reason why you're fighting this is you just want to say that no, over and I, over well, again. Originally, originally that's why I was fighting this, but now I'm a believer. Oh, that's fine. That's fine, Mulder. <laughs> uh all right, that's that's our conversation. If you want to chime in and let us know what cryptids are your favorite, or if you have a cryptid story or evidence of any of these cryptids wandering around your neighborhood, feel free to hit us up on the Twitter. It, 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 it is at Atomic Kingdom on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what, what cryptid we should talk about next, or if you have a cool story. If you have a paranormal encounter of your own, we are going to be reading those at the end of this month. So you can send those in uh, on our Facebook page, on Twitter, or our email, which is info at atomicgeekdom.com. Send us your stories. We'll read those in our last October episode of this month, or of this this year. So that'll be our last little spooky episode, which we have fun doing. We light candles and listen to spooky music and recite your stories. It's always a good time. Oh, Bob's back. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Hopefully Bob will be on, on that episode. We, we can only hope. That Bob and and his you redneck. Don't forget about me. <laughs> now you sound like the host, or the, the announcer from SNL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Shut up, Bob. Nobody gives a crap what you say. You tell him, Dave. Yeah, you suck, Bob. You really insult the paranormal entity. That's what I do, but that's what makes him angry. Anyway, 
Uh, other shows we have in store for you this month that I'm looking forward to. The next one that we will be doing is all about UFOs, aliens, alien abductions, and their cover-ups as well. So yes! I know pal number two is super stoked to do that one. He's he's looking forward to recording that with us. So there's a sport. Pal number three, you must be talking about Randy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I certainly am. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing that this week, and that'll come out next week. After that, we're going to do our annual preview of this season of The Walking Dead. Yay! Uh, I have a feeling that'll be a Tom and Jenny and Dave show. We'll see what happens. And then closing out the month with our Paranormal Stories Volume 4, our fourth go-around of these stories uh, narrated by us. And and maybe Bob, the SNL spooky ghost, will be there too. I can't do that every time. All right. (laughs) I'll stop referencing it. All right. So, yeah, if you have any of those stories, please feel free to to close those or send those out to us. Uh, That would be great. Johnny, you host a podcast called Just Two Bells. Tell the folks about that fine, fine program of yours. Oh, gladly. So uh, my my good pal Randy and I, uh, we do Just Two Pals. And we talk about all different kinds of junk, all, all the great stuff that you love about Atomic Geekdom. That, those are the things we talk about on Just Two Pals. We just don't do it as well as Atomic Geekdom does. Right, right, Dave? They do it better. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> what, a, what a compliment. Totally threw me off. I did not expect that. You don't, you don't, have, uh, you don't have guys like, like Bob holding you back or the Kraken. Yeah, we don't have any cracking conversations. We don't have any <laughs> spooky paranormal activity going on. It's right. just me and my, my good pal, Randy, and we talk about some things. And you can find us on Twitter at Just Two Pals. You can find me at Johnny Wen- at Johnny Wellens. Excuse me. Uh, Johnny Wellens. <laughs> That's what it's going to be this oh, month. Geez. Did you love it? I did love it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, and then we're on the, the wonderful atomicgeekdom.com and uh, iTunes and Google Play. We don't have an episode this week because, yet again, pal number two thinks he's so sick. Man, that guy he needs to get a another episode. Ready. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding, buddy. He definitely thinks he's feeling really bad. So, what? no what? episode this week. But maybe next week or maybe later this week. We'll see. You know, he was real healthy enough to, to, to drive... Matt from Two Broke Geeks and Matt's lovely wife to the airport. Yeah, you know, I'm still I'm still stewing about that because he didn't tell me that was happening. Oh, he didn't give me the heads up. He friend cheated on you. He friend cheated on me. Oh with no, Matt, with my mortal enemy. Right, <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. It is. It is noted that he is. <laughs> he is your captain, <laughs> Captain Kitten. He's he's the Captain Kitten to my Jolt. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, that is on your Wikipedia page, in fact. Yeah, yeah, you can find it. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So whatever, man. Oh, whatever. Oh, yes, you can it's it's a great podcast. I really enjoy it. I enjoy listening to their their antics and their wheel of audible. I love it all and uh I I look forward to their episodes every week, not just because they're on our website, but because I'm fans of the pals. So well, thanks, buddy. I can't speak for Randy because he said that he hates you, but I love you, pal. Whoa, whoa! I hope, I hope, I hope this this illness takes his life. Oh, oh, oh my! Do you hear that? <laughs> wow! I I don't start. I, I don't actually hope that, but maybe a chupacabra can come by and and suck the blood from one of his goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you lose a goat. <laughs> Take that, Randy. 
All so right. You really got him. You All really right. dug in deep on that one, Dave. I, I got him good. Uh, Jenny, uh, can I ask you a question? Please. If I wanted to find a program, a program, uh, a podcast program that spoke all about professional wrestling, do you know where I might find one? Oh, yes. If you guys have not listened to Ringside Geeks, you have to. Everything that I love about Tom is on that, and Dave helps keep it under control and then actually spark some more trouble with it. So, yeah. So yeah. And, and Monroe is there too. Monroe is also there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's another, another person. Right. Right. Uh, That is ringside geeks, a great professional wrestling podcast that I know nothing about, but somehow host and it's on Twitter at ringside geeks. You can follow those guys there. And uh, follow Monroe at E of oh crap I forgot it it's on if you go to Ringside Geeks uh, Twitter you can find her as well and Tom's and my personal email as well or email per- no you cannot have my personal email but my personal Twitter you can have that sure why not that's on there so uh, yeah we'll we'll record another episode probably next week about all things wrestling um, wrestling. That is going to do it for our show this week. Thanks for listening to the Atomic Kingdom Podcast. Again, find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube and uh, give some of our videos a like over there. We got some cool stuff from Long Beach Comic Con, The Lethal Weapon, and Ash vs. Evil Dead Paley Fest red carpet events are all up there. You can go give those a, a like and a thumbs up or whatever they call it on the YouTubes and give us a sub- subscribing uh, thingy. If you let you know, whatever, uh, follow us on, on all the social media stuff. If you liked what you heard, please take a second, uh, to, to give us a review on iTunes four or five stars, you know, whatever we're worth. They don't have six or seven, you know, I know we're worth that too, but they, they max out at five. It only takes a minute or two, one or two, and it really helps us gain listeners and keeps this conversation growing each and every week. Cause we do like when you guys chime in about all of our topics that we we tweet about and we love having conversations with you while we live tweet certain episodes and movies and stuff like that. So please do so. You can find our show along with the two broke geeks, just two pals and ring seggeats at atomic on iTunes, on Google play and on satchel player. That is going to do it. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. And as always, Jenny gets the final word of the week, the last word as it were. And this week it is... (laughs) Cthulhu.